0: Pastor Mike, we want to thank you for this invitation to come down to speak at Christ Church, and thank you for the personal work that you're doing in the community, North Chicago and Waukegan, Illinois, mentoring young pastors, preparing them for the battle ahead. But today, I want to speak to you about a mentor that's hardly mentioned, and his name is Jehoadad. And he was responsible for influencing a seven-year-old child to take the kingdom. Now, if anybody needed a mentor, I would think a seven-year-old would need a mentor to take him through all of the steps that he needs. And this little seven-year-old was responsible for a reformation of a nation that had gone awry, a nation that had lost its contact with its God. And his name is Jehoadad, and Jehoadad was not a man of great influence but he said he was a priest. So I wanna just say to each of us here that's listening in this present that we don't have to be big to be something, especially in a time of crisis. What we need to do is become part of the work of straightening it out. So how do we deal with these various important ideas that's coming our way? Right now, we're dealing with COVID-19. We're dealing with the Black Lives Matter We believe with all of these situations that are coming. But I want you to know, whether it's mental, physical, financial, or spiritual, the ways to go first is God. Start with him. Crises often are brought by God to push us beyond our comfort zones, to get us to do the things that sometimes is right. Israel had to go into bondage for 70 years because they chose not to do what was right. They had to fall... They had to walk in the wilderness 40 years because they did not do what was right. So let's walk through a few steps of how to handle Christians handling going through crises. First of all, prayer. Prayer. Everything starts with prayer, seeking the heart of God. And then once we have prayed, the next step is properly discerning the situation My dad used to have a question like this. I would be looking at something and he would say, boy, what are you looking at? And I'd make my observation of what I'd seen, and he said, now what do you see? Often we are prone to think that what we see on the outside is the whole picture, but most of the time we need to discern what got the situation where it was, and that's where we began. Crises are a part of life, but how we deal with these various crises, very important. We can't get around them, so we must learn to deal with them. It said in verse 1 that Joash was seven years old when he became king, and he reigned 40 years, so he needed a mentor, and he needed a mentor with godly values. We're bombarded with values from the world, media, all types of media, social media, Television, we're institutions of learning. We're bombarded with all of these ideas, these value systems. My question is: Are they of God? This seven-year-old was responsible for a whole kingdom of people, so he needed this godly mentor to mentor him in godly ways, and his name was Jehovah Dad. Je- so the young boy's name was Joash, and it said this because of Jehoiada. in verse 2. He said that jo- Joash did what was right in the sight of the Lord all of the days of Jehoiada the priest. So as long as his mentor was there, he did what was right. So we realize that mentoring often keeps us on track, stops us from veering off and missing the very thing that God has caused us to do. So what did he do? Under the leadership of Jehoshaphat, it said that he restored the house of the Lord. At that time, Israel had gone so far away from God, Judah had gone so far away from God, that the temple was was down, and they needed to the repair. It was in disrepair, and they needed in the repair. So what they did was, He he was brought to this place where this mentor let him know the godliness that he was missing. And he said, well, what we need to do is restore the house of the Lord. And then his next move was, this young boy that now is maturing, his next move was he confronted the priestless, faithless priests and Levites who were responsible for collecting the money, the levy that was set up by Moses in Exodus 30. He was responsible for that and he says, let me make sure they get back on the job and he confronted them and they began to bring the money in for the repair of the temple of God. But I want to show you a contrast what happens when a mentor is not there. Verse 17 says, when Johadad died, the f- officials of Judah, of Judah came, bowed down to the king, and the king listened to them. When his mentor was gone, he acquiesced and gave in to values that were not taught by his mentor. And it said in verse 18 that he abandoned the house of the Lord, the God of his fathers, and he served the ashrams and the idols. And then he went on to say, worse yet, that Joash, this young king who had been mentored so long, killed the son of the person who mentored him. So there's some important points here. In order for us to go through crises, as in the time of Joash, we must realize that the mentoree must truly accept the mentor's values as being taught. If the mentor's value is not being taught, he will revert to who he was prior to his teaching. It says this, that he went back to study the ashram and the idols because young people came to him and leaders came to him and said that's what we should do. So if something is not deeply rooted in your heart, If you have not accepted those values as your value system, when crises come, you will give in to the old way. You will hear many voices and you'll be pulled many ways. But when the values of your mentor is part of who you are, then you'll respond as the mentor said because it's now your value system and your value system is critical. The next thing I want you to know is that you have to be very careful Of where you get your information. Joash was blessed. Because he was getting all of his information. From a godly man. A man that was much older than him. A man who had gotten him to the throne. A man who basically had said. We'll we'll look over you. And take you through this process. Of restoration. And learning the function. Of a reigning king. So. The mentoree must accept the mentor's values and they must become his own. That means he has to be very careful where he gets his resources. source of information is critical because it comes tainted one way or the other for the good or for the bad. The next thing we have to understand is that you have to know your own heart. Um, In this time of crisis, we have to really realize what we really believe, especially with the things that are above us now. This whole black life matters or the COVID-19. Do you believe that the medical professions, the scientists, can give us what we need to overcome this pandemic? Know your heart. If you have doubt in that you'll probably be doubting God. So I want you to just really realize, search yourself, know your heart. Do a sweeping cleaning of your heart. Ask the Lord like David did, as recorded in Psalm 139, 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. And see if there be any hurtful way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. So the next thing we have to do is, after knowing your heart, we have to interject ourselves into the crisis after we hear from God in prayer. When God is speaking to us in a crisis, he needs us to do something. We're not getting information from him to do nothing. Sometimes the information we're getting from him is to clarify our, our wrong thinking Other times, the information we're getting for him is to basically say, I want you, yourself, every individual, to do what he can do to affect change. Jehoiada affected a seven-year-old boy who reigned 40 years, who brought Israel and Judah back to serving the living God of their fathers. A good mentor is able to do that, and he's able to inculcate into those that are following him the values that make a difference. So when we're talking about mentoring, we're not talking about, we're not talking about just modeling, we're talking about influencing. How do you influence? And how does that influence impact society today and possibly a great change in the future? So we ask for the Jehoadads to stand up. So I challenge you, men and women, that God is working through us. We must be like Dad. We must stand on the things of God and let those things of God work. Praying that what we pray so- into the people that we're mentoring will be taken as their own, and they may walk with it. Know this, that you are mentoring whether you know it or not. You're being observed whether you know it or not. So be quick to say, okay, God, teach me your ways, and may I be an example to those that see me and follow me, that your grace may come upon the nation and upon those that you have given me influence Thank you. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to talk about mentoring, a very important part of discipleshiping. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you have given words to speak, and I'm praying that these words have not fallen on bad soil, but they have fallen on good soil. They'll bring forth fruit, and that fruit shall remain. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the hearts, Lord God, that are being changed. We thank you for the challenge, Lord God, of change. We thank you, O God, for men and women that are willing to throw themselves into the fire, into the crises, to make life better for all. Father, we thank you for people like Dad. Through his mentoring, he was able to bring a 7-year-old boy into full maturity, where he led a nation for 40 years. Father, we thank you. And we're doing the same today, realizing no crisis is greater than you and your love and your mercy. So, Father, we praise you, we thank you, and we trust you in this changing world. In Jesus' name, amen.